So, as we just saw, Jesus takes that word works of God, which means what do we do that God wants us to do that pleases God? And Jesus says, no, you don't understand. It's the work of God. Yes, it's a work that pleases God, but it is the work of my Father in you. And we will hear this refrain throughout this discourse. All that my Father gives to me will come to me. We're going to hear. Then we'll hear, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. And again, all who have heard from the Father and have learned, come to me. You see, it's the theme of this discourse. Faith, it's a discourse, it's a discourse on many things. It's a discourse on wisdom. It's a discourse on eating by faith. But what we eat by faith is so astonishing. We eat the body and blood of the Son of God. Physically eat Him. Can you imagine the wisdom? I want to be with them. I want to be their food. I pointed this out before, but this is why it has to be the work of God. Oh, see? Uh, we're going to read uh, uh, later on where it says uh, uh, that... Uh, Oh, I know it's further down. Okay. Um, and as the living Father sent me, this is worth 57, we'll be there in a little while, and I live by the Father. So the one eating me, that one will live by me. I live by the Father. Why? Because he's given himself totally, completely, eternally, infinitely to me. So I live, uh, you see, by the Father. He's my life. From all eternity, He's my life. So, the one eating me will live by me. Now, this is the way I understand this. And I'm pretty sure I'm right. Jesus said, look, I want you to live by me as I live by the Father. Which means, I have to give myself as totally to you as my Father gives Himself to me. Now you're a creature, so it won't be an, an you know an equal interaction, but it will be total. Now, if I want to do that, give my whole self to you. You have a body, you are a body, and now I'm a body too. So the only way I can give myself to you is to, even though I want to give it to you, spirit to spirit, and and mind to mind. I have to give it to you body to body so that I can give myself totally to you so that you will live by me. And that's why I give you my body and my blood in the Eucharist. I want you to live by me as I live by the Father so I give you myself as entirely to you as the Father gives himself to me. Uh, that's going to be one of the keys in this uh, discourse uh, alright so um, we have these two now the son of man will give you this food and the father will create in you that work which is faith if you yield to it it's yours and it can take you to the heights of union with God in this world and in the next you see, it's beautiful. 
Okay. So then they go back to this notion of work. They say to him, so what sign do you do? They're always looking for signs, you see, that we might see and believe you. What do you work? And then they challenge him. They just come fresh from the multiplication of the loaves. Our fathers ate the manna in the desert. As it is written, bread from heaven he gave them to eat. They could be quoting Psalm 78 or Psalm 105 or even a text in Nehemiah. Uh, but the whole notion is he gave them to eat. Now, this discourse is also modeled as um, Professor Peter Borgen showed years ago in a book. This is typical rabbinic-style discourse. They're asking this question, you see. Uh, and they quote, Bread from heaven he gave them to eat. They're understanding that as Moses gave them the bread from heaven. That's why the crowd made the connection at the, at the multiplication. Uh, you see, and Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven. Rather, my Father gives you the bread from heaven. Now, every time we receive the body and blood of the Lord, it's a gift of the Father. Remember, the Father and the Son are inseparable. The Son cannot rejoice except with the Father. And the Son cannot suffer except with the Father in a very mysterious way because only the Son is incarnate. But yet, they are that inseparable, okay? See, it was not Moses who gave you the bread. Rather, my Father gives you the bread from heaven, which is true. Now, as I pointed out before, in John, true is contrasted not with false, but with imperfect. There's bread. We have it every morning for breakfast. But that's not true bread. It's imperfect, but it's, it's bread. What's true bread then? It's me. I am your bread. I am wisdom. I am the Word and Son of God. And my flesh is the way I mediate myself to you. And so the true bread, the real bread, is myself. And the bread that you, you know, you plant the grain, you reap it, you bake it, you eat it, beautiful. It's bread to strengthen the heart of man, the psalm says. But it's only a glimmer of my real plan to be the stuff you live by for all eternity. That's the promise. And so, uh, for the bread of God is that coming down from heaven. That's the bread of God and giving life to the world. That's the bread of God. Oh boy, now they want that. So they say, just like the uh, Samaritan woman, they go from, you know, they don't say anything to him at all, like, you know, how'd you get here? Uh, Rabbi, they say. Okay, now they say, Kyrie, Lord, Sir, but much more than Sir. You see, always give us this bread. 
You've described this bread for us, this true bread coming down from heaven, giving life to the world. We want this bread. So what does Jesus say to them? I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. You want bread? You come to me and I will give myself to you. You see? The one coming to me will not hunger. That's faith talk, right? Coming. You read it, for instance, in John 7, 37, 39. You know, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and let him drink, the one who believes in me. You see? Coming and believing, they're synonyms. The one coming to me will not hunger. The one believing in me will not thirst ever. That's a promise. We might, you know, be in straits someplace and uh, have nothing to drink, water. But in the depth of our spirit, you see, we will never thirst. Because we feed on the Word of God, the wisdom of God made flesh. The world was made to sustain the Eucharist. And so, our Lord goes on, you see. Uh, but I have said to you, but I said to you, you have seen and you do not believe. What more do you want? How many indications, how many signs before you follow, before you're intrigued, before you're interested, and you begin to believe. Huh? And again, then for the second time, we have this principle. All that my Father gives to me will come to me. If you're really given to me by my Father, you will come to me. And then we have, and the one coming to me, I will not cast out. Who gets cast out? Those who tried to eat of the tree of life in the garden. They're cast out. And the word is the same word that is in the Greek Bible, which is very often the basis of the illusions. It is the same word. What is he saying? I'm the tree of life. You come to me and you won't be cast out. Things are different now. Paradise is open again. And you can come to feed on the tree of life and live forever. This is a promise. I'm the tree of life. You see? The one coming to me I will not cast out. Why? Because I have come down from heaven not that I might uh, do my will, you see, but the will of the one who sent me. So if you come to me, it's the Father drawing you, I will always accept you. You see? Uh, because uh, I am his accredited envoy. I'm the one he sent. If you come to me, you see, you're yielding to a work of the Father. And I will always be there for you. I will always uh, accept you. I am the tree of life. And this the garden is open again and you will not be cast out. The sin is being reversed. On the cross, I will totally reverse it. Now, we'll just take this other line. This is the will of the one who sent me. 
that I lose none of all that he has given to me. Again, the Father. The Father gives. The intimacy between the Father and the Son, we have to ask the Lord and understand this. You see, the Father gives, the Father loves. See, the Father even suffers in a way in his Son. And he works in his Son. That I would lose none of all that he has given to me. And we've seen this, and it's, it's in the other text. But that I raise it up on the last day. And there we have it. You see, I raise it up on the last day. That's the promise. That's where St. Irenaeus got his certitude about if I receive the body and blood of Jesus Christ and I don't turn from him, I have made my body immortal because it has been suffused by the body of Christ. I will die, my body will be corrupt, but not forever because it has been fed by the very bread of life. And that's the, the message, you see. Uh, and so, uh, we'll stop there. Uh, we'll just reflect on what we've done for just a few seconds. Do you see where this is going? This is Jesus. This unimaginable gift. And he's saying, you come to me, you will be refreshed, you will be fed, you will be enlightened, I'm wisdom, and you will be eternal. Because I am eternal. And as the Father sent me, and I live by the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will live by me. Amen.